Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hockey talk. Hockey talk. Hockey talk. In the movies, they always go out and find a kid who's really good to join the team. Hey, that's right. We need a ringer. We need a Canadian. We've seen Fourier on skates before, so it all of the talk is nonsense. They're dinosaurs. They know how to, like, yeah. survive. You got a shout-out Razor. That donut's for him. Ah, uh, don't worry. I got Bruins plate. People get out of my way. Au revoir. Have a good game. It's 11.25, and it's uh, Friday, so it's time to talk hockey. Let's puck it up on the Harbor One hotline with our buddy Andrew Razor Raycroft, who is getting... No sleep this week. Razor, how are you? I'm tired. Uh, uh. Yeah, no, no sleep at all. But but my morning was absolutely brightened by Fourier getting roasted for Dunsky. Absolutely brilliant. Oh, that was I thought stuff. you would like that. I thought you would like that. Yeah, you know, he kind of put me in my place a little bit. And I was, I was going to say, like, I would never talk to him like I talked to you. He didn't even. No, I know. It took him two seconds to no come up with the back. promo to rip him. It was great. Oh, and no pushback push at all. You're right. Yep. Oh, it was so good. This dude's a monster. Back. Hilarious. Dude's like, how, how big do you think Samoa Joe is? Like 6'3, 295? Oh, yeah, 295. Easily. Just yeah. thick, though, and, and more like, you know, island strength, too. That's the thing we never talked yeah. to him about. They island got strength. island strength. Yep, that's right. So they got moose strength in Canada, island strength with the uh, Polynesians. Yeah, yep. yeah. And then, listen, so, I mean, I thought you would be cranky this morning. I thought, like, some way we would have to kind of, like, get you in the spirit of talking about hockey. But you feel like you seem pretty excited to kind of mix it up a little bit. Sure. Yeah, I'm always excited to to hear your voice, and and again, it, it really brightened my morning. You getting put in your place, it was it was awesome. Hey, uh, Razor, has Fourier asked you to work in Dunsky on the sidelines? It's a good idea. I, I think we we did talk about it maybe last season. I, I I would I could try and do it, especially you know what I can definitely do it Monday night. We have a 10 o'clock start, puck drop. <laughs> I can work Dunsky, and no one will be paying attention. Listen, Razor, <laughs> come on, buddy. Let's go. We're trying to build a catalog here. We're trying to build a catalog. A ca- what is it, your a music? Catalog- well, kind of. I'm going to put it on Spotify <laughs> some way. <laughs> Listen, you'll be my hero. I promise. Whatever you need, if you, if you can somehow slide that in, whatever you need, Razor, you got it. Okay. I will officially I- be your best friend. Babysit okay. the kids, I'll, whatever you need. I got gotcha. you. 
All right, have tape. Have the tape rolling for Monday night. I've okay. got. I've got. I've already got a couple ideas on how easily it would actually be to work that Nate word in. So. You know what? You're right. You're and and you're such a pro now that you can just get oh, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's like prom night, right in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe for you. <laughs> My prom sucked. Uh, I didn't go. Yeah, so what the hell am I talking about? It's and they don't good... have prom in Canada. Do they not have prom in Canada? Oh no, no, we have prom. So even you'll love this, guys. Because so when I was still in high school, we had grade thirteen in Ontario. They called it OAC. So it's basically like a gap year. Um, so you, you didn't necessarily have to go to university. Um, at 18. So we had, a, we had grade 13. You would take a few classes. It was like being prepped for university. But of course, our drinking age is 19. By the end of OAC, grade 13, most of the kids or half of the kids in high school were 19. So our proms had bars in them. We had, we had a bar at our proms. Oh and you would God. get a wristband if you had ID. So you can imagine the debacle that would ensue at our high school. Oh, my God. So there's not like, <laughs> so nobody, there's no Young. teachers checking your breath or trying to see if you're hammered. They're at the bar They're with hammered, you. yeah. Oh, my God. Correct. I love Canada. Correct. What are we going? Oh, Jeez. So we would get like the old like VFW with the bar open, and that was our prom. Uh, it was, uh, yeah, it was a sight to be seen. That is the best story I've heard today. Pretty good. That is great stuff. I mean, it sounds like a fire hall, like down where I, I grew up, where all the yeah. coal miners would go and drink. Oh, my. It was called Al- Al- Alhambra Hall. Yeah, it was a fire hall. Alhambra Hall. There was two stories. The bar was upstairs. Like, it was uh, it was exciting. Like, we loved it. Like, prom was, like, the best thing ever in our high school. It was, like, usually it's kind of like you got to get there. Like, no one went with a date. Everyone went single, and you just had a party. Yeah, you just mingled when you got there. That's a lot That's of labats. That That's is a lot, lot of labats, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Our guy Andrew Raycroft is with us. All right, let's get into the Bruins, who uh, they head out west. They beat Edmonton 6-5, to five, turn around, and lose to Calgary last night 3-2. to two. What were the differences through your eyes, Razor, in the last two games? energy level and, and, and the skating legs. Jim Montgomery talked about it after the game last night. Uh, I, I, the game in, in Edmonton was amazing. Um, the, the, it was the game, one of the games of the year in the National Hockey League. Just back and forth, uh, both teams flying around on the ice, both teams making a lot of mistakes, which is always makes sports more entertaining when there's a few mistakes. And for the Bruins and Charlie McAvoy and David Pasternak to pull it out in overtime, that's a huge win. Edmonton's the best team in the NHL since December 1st, since November 15th. Um, they had a bad start, but they've been rolling since. And then last night, they had a pretty tough first period. They got a break to tie it 1-1 with 120 left, and then they give up a goal in the final minute. And I thought, I, I, I thought they were done, guys. Like most teams, if you're playing back-to-back on the road, and you don't get out of a period like the Bruins didn't last night in the first. Usually, teams smell blood in the water, and, and they put the pedal down, and that's game over. But the Bruins, it was a gutsy point last night. I thought, I mean, they've had some bad overtimes this season. I thought last night was a pretty good overtime. They went back and forth. They hit the post. They had some chances. Unfortunately, Calgary put it in at the end, but 
I thought last night was a gutsy point. I, I, I didn't mind the point in any way whatsoever. Yeah, and you know, you mentioned how, how good Edmonton was, and from an entertainment factor, you know, a lot of people are talking about how great that game was, even though it was so late. I don't see I don't know if a lot of people saw it. But you also mentioned McAvoy and you know, listen, I don't know how many, you know, superlatives you can give about this guy and how good he's been playing. And I always think about him, he's the one guy that I feel like, you know, he should be trophy worthy. You know, um, and I look at how he ended the game against Edmonton, and that seems to be what's missing with him as far as like winning that Norris Trophy. It's going to be really hard for him to win Norris trophies. Uh, the way the league is set up, the, the the three or four young defensemen that are in the league that are going to consistently push a hundred points or get ninety points, I, I don't think I don't think Charlie McAvoy has eighty five ninety points in his game. But what I do know is that 90% of the general managers in the league would take Charlie McAvoy over a guy like Quinn Hughes, who we're going to see tomorrow night, who's going to maybe get 90 points, could be the Norris guy. Um, they would take Charlie McAvoy on their team before that because of everything else he brings and his full entire game. So I think it's going to be hard for him to win Norris trophies just because there's going to be offensive defensemen and, and power play points are, are just at such a premium, and it seems as though that's what the award is getting voted on. But for me, and as a former goaltender, I want Charlie McAvoy on my team more than, you know, there's probably he's in the conversation of the top four defense in the league. That, that's how good he is, and that's what kind of level he's playing at right now. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Our buddy Andrew Raycroft of Ness and End here of WEEI with Gresh and Fourier breaking down the Bruins. And uh, after last night's game, Jim Montgomery talked about how three-on-three has been a struggle at times for the Bruins. How do you see some of the overtime issues? Are they fixable? Is this something that Montgomery's really got to make a a point of emphasis in terms of this team getting better? Or is it more of a ride-it-out-for-the-regular-season type thing? Yeah, at this point, you're you're kind of riding it out. Uh, you've 25, 24 games left. So you, I mean, they've been going to overtime a lot. That yeah. that that's maybe more of the issue is that they're just doing it too often. Uh, you would love to see. It. But on the flip side of that, if they went to overtime once every, you know, every game the rest of the year, they're you know they're challenging for first place in the Eastern Conference. So it, it's kind of a two double edged sword. I think at this point, it is what it is. Uh, if they go to overtime eight or nine more times. I don't know how you really fix it. Um, again, Montgomery talked about being above the puck and not make taking chances. 
and trying to be better at it, but uh, I think it kind of gets set into your DNA by this point in the season, and fortunately that you, you don't deal with it come playoff time. And that's, that's really the focus for this group. And uh, I think that you would like to see them find a way to, to get that extra point a couple more times this season, but it's not, I don't, it's not at the, the top of their list. They got to keep getting their special teams in order and, and building their five-on-five game much more so than three-on-three. Three three. I hope this doesn't take us completely off the exit ramp, but Jake, oh, DeBrus- Jake DeBrusque's old man is a broadcaster in Canada. It's always weird whenever Jake's dad is talking to Jake or whatever and they do the pregame thing. So, Razor, if a family member was in the booth when you played, how, like, would that add another layer of anxiousness, nervousness? And if you were in that Jake DeBrusque scenario, would your family member just completely rip the hell out of you like Jake's dad will kind of do every (laughs) once in a while? Certainly, I, I think I, any of my family members or friends would probably give me a hard time. There wouldn't be you. Would, I wouldn't get any extra. That's for sure. It's uh, that that's mostly the relationship. As as most families, I, I as we see with Jake DeBrusque, you're not on on TV at that point. You're not getting anything extra. You're you're. We see it with Jake DeBrusque every time he goes to Edmonton and Calgary. He plays great. He gets points. It, it's got to be. Uh, an exciting and, and an energetic situation to be able to go and talk to your dad and see your dad sit right on the bench for one of your NHL hockey games. It's, it's got to be uh, – there's not many situations, if any, that, that it happens, and it, it's got to be pretty cool, and I think we always get Jake the Brust best when, when Pops is down on the boards. So we're talking to the Razor. Andrew Raycroft, and uh, real quickly, so I, I, like, so the trade deadline. Just re- humor me on this one because I'm. The odds are that Don Sweeney is gonna make a move because he's made at least one deal before the trade deadline in each of his eight years, right? So that's probably gonna happen. You go back to what he did last year: uh, Orlov, Hathaway, Pertuzzi, a sent out Craig Smith, but also had a lot of picks to give up. So this year, I don't think they, they he has as many assets to move or to, to deal with. And I'm wondering if you think that's going to limit what he's going to be able to do. I think it will to a point. I think I'm not sure what the trade deadline looks like in the national hockey league this season. And basically it's been Calgary and Vancouver have made two big trades with to each other. No one else has done anything. And I'm curious what's out there. I'm curious what other teams in the Eastern Conference do. Salary cap's such a big issue this year. No one has any money to do anything. So those 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 trades where you you trade a draft pick for a guy who makes five million dollars, I, I don't know how anyone does that. Um, now there's people smarter working the numbers more than me, so so like it still could happen. Uh, I'm just curious, and I'm waiting for the first couple of deals to come through. All of that being said the Bruins are going to make a deal or two or three. I think that you can look at maybe a prospect or two going. You look at a second round pick. Maybe it's a full hockey trade that they can pull off. Uh, Not sure what it is. Really hard to get a sense just because there's no market in the entire National Hockey League. And no one's really quite sure how it's going to look. But I do feel like the Bruins are in a position and Don Sweeney's always worked the phones extremely hard to make a deal to try and make his team better. Razor, is there one of those 
like just bottom feeder teams out there that has a bunch of cap space that ends up becoming the team that can help somebody make a deal? Like, is that a possibility where you're giving someone a draft pick to be able to take on this owner's salary or maybe even they just kind of clip the guy and let him go? Is there a team out there like that that might be the third team that needs to get involved for a club like Boston to make some moves? Yes, and that that's the uh, that's the caveat. That's the uh, the little bit of the unknown. There are teams that can do it. I, I don't know exactly how it looks. So Arizona's lost like fifteen in a row. They they stink now. They were kind of in the mix, and they're typically the one that doesn't. When they were in the mix, you're saying, okay, how how do what are they going to do? And now they're out of the mix. So you have out in the West, you have Arizona, Anaheim, San Jose, and Chicago. They're all done, dead in the water. Dunsky. They are oh boy. Uh, in the oh boy. east. You've got Columbus, um, it, it, but they're 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 good. They think they're a good team going forward. I don't know how much they just like sell off their players. So you're looking at those four teams where all the good teams are looking at to try and make deals and try and pick players off because there's a lot of teams that are still in the mix, especially in the Eastern Conference. So all of that, that that's just the kind of my last two answers have been pretty long winded in saying. <laughs> Yes, there are ways of doing it. Yes, there's some players out there worth getting. I, I just don't know how you do it and how you work them into your roster under the salary cap. Yeah, just a, a quick look on Spot Track, who does a decent job with this stuff. Columbus, as it says right now, has about $13 million in space. But to your point, Razor, they're kind of trending up a little bit. Um, you know, I don't know if they're going to want to do some pass-throughs. And then you have Anaheim, Nashville. Chicago's the one team that really stinks, and they got about $8 yeah. million in space. They might be, I would say, one of those teams that uh, might be able to help everybody out that doesn't have a bunch of dough. So... You are you're going to be what in Seattle on Monday? Is that right? Like where where's Waldo this weekend? How's this all going to work? Well, yeah. So I well I'm at home, fortunately, but un, or unfortunately, I guess we got the good news. Tomorrow night is a seven o'clock game, so it's four o'clock Eastern time, nationally broadcast hockey night in Canada, Vancouver Bruins tomorrow night. So I get a seven o'clock start. So that is a wonderful thing for me. And then, yeah, they finish up the road trip. The road trip will be Dunsky Monday night, uh, but that's a 10 o'clock puck drop. So that that's a bit of a beating for all of us that, that need to work that it's just It's just so easy for you. See how easy it is? Now, listen, that's, that's it. Monday night. Monday night, right? Is that what you said? It's coming Monday. Monday. Yep, Monday Perfect. night. Perfect. So when uh, Razor in two hours is in the Admirals Club waiting to get on his flight to Vancouver or whatever, he's, he's not going. Say, hey, 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 oh, are you not he's going? Not, he's out not traveling. No, oh, I'm studio. I'm working studio. So I, I'll it. be at. I'll be in. I'll be in Watertown until 2 a.m. on okay. uh, Monday night. And I thought you were going. I, yeah, I thought you were going to be on the sideline there working no. in Dunsky. No, no, oh, no, oh, no. I'm studio. at studio. Yeah. Yeah. Even, yeah. E- even better. I'm It'll blow the nest in people's mind. Uh, I am going to text. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to text Jaffe and be like, when he says Dunsky, just whack him. No, Jaffe's <laughs> going to try and do it also. Jaffe's going to feel no like this way. is what all the cool kids are saying. No. I've raised it so far in. ahead of me. Yeah, get Jaffe to say it, too. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, Because no. he's Mr. Serious. <laughs> yeah, because he's so serious. Yeah, he'll look over and go, Dunsky, what the <laughs> hell is that? That's what I want. Uh, uh, hey, great. Ra- uh, Razor, thank you, buddy. <laughs> hey, great chat as always. Hopefully we see you here in studio soon, pal. Thanks a bunch. Have a great weekend.
Yeah, have a great weekend. Thanks. All right, thanks. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.